Welcome, welcome to another session of Wednesday with Witty, where we interrupt your your mundane Wednesday to bring you this hot ass mess of a show where we discuss everything trending and topical. And it is episode number five, and the wheels are beginning to fall off the wagon. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, I'm happy that you're here. If you're returning, I'm happy that you're back. Thank you for lending me your ears. Thank you for lending me your time as we journey through these Wednesday sessions. For those of you who don't know, I'm your host, Woody Woods, who is just trying to make it through this week with all the pizzazz and glamour that I can possibly master. So without any further ado, let's get into it. So there were three things this past week which grabbed my attention. One was the release of Beyonce's track, Break My Soul. <laughs> I had to look at my notes for that. Break My Soul. I mean, mixed reactions across the board from a number of people. I'm actually in the midst of a hot debate with a couple of friends over it. The other was the release of Drake's album, um, Honestly Nevermind, which also received mixed reactions across the board. But honestly, I left both offerings from both of these artists. I thought that the direction of the music was new. Well, not new, actually. It's just more of a different... They were giving us something different. Something that we might have needed and we didn't know, as per usual. Um, and I quite enjoyed that. I quite enjoyed both offerings. I quite enjoyed the experimental take on the music, which is a deviation from the usual offerings that we usually get specifically from Drake. I... I loved this album, but it's obviously because of the beats. I was just thinking about, oh my gosh, like, is he asking us to go in vogue in the streets? Oh, I'm here for it, honey. Yes. And Beyonce's Break My Soul, which I'm currently in a heated conversation with some friends on. Um, eagerly anticipating and waiting for the album release, where we get to really explore the full body of work, as opposed to just analyzing one track. But before we tumble into the complete whirlwind of music offered by our favorite artists such as Beyonce and Drake, um, let's keep in the music vein but zone in on Lil Nas X who earlier this month had some well-chosen words for BT. So just some backstory for anyone who wasn't paying attention, earlier this month the BET Awards released their nominations list of which Lil Nas X was not featured in any category which was kind of wild considering the success of a year that he's had after winning Grammys, Brit Awards, Billboard Awards and to be snubbed by the BET Awards which is there to celebrate back excellence in music was kind of a wild card but not entirely unexpected. What really sent me about the situation between the Nas X and the BET Awards was that it really does highlight the the extensive homophobia that we can find in black communities. As you can imagine, this discourse gets quite deep. And as his campaign has been rolled out over the last couple of weeks, Lil Nas X has emphasized the limitations around self-expression often imposed on queer artists, adding and arguing that other queer rappers were more respectable because they did and portrayed a less feminine image. 
and not to give you a one-sided view but obviously the BET Awards came out with a statement saying that they were committed to using all of their platforms to provide visibility and inclusion for all of the many intersections of the black community. Ah, what a mouthful. So obviously one of the reasons why this particular topic is really touching a nerve or hitting home or sending me down a spiral is because it really touches on the importance of representation and the importance of having conversations around queer bodies, queer communities, queer people. This situation, and I really want to call it a battle between Lil Nas X and the BET Awards, really just, it touches on so many aspects of black queer experiences, um, which then translates into many areas where we're at loggerheads with each other as black people. I mean, one tweet which I read, which really... Which really just, I don't know, tied everything in a nice bow and said to me, yeah, yeah, this is exactly what's going on here. And it read that he is exactly, and this is in reference to Lil Nas X, he is exactly what the white gay community want him to be, ratchet. As long as he emasculates black men, whites will accept him. I want to say that I'm bored by this discourse, but I understand that the importance of it, specifically in terms of pop culture, in terms of us as a society, and the conversations that we should, really should be having around how we represent ourselves and how how specific stereotypes play themselves out in society. You know, um, it's really been hard actually um, reading all of this stuff and going through all of this stuff um, and watching Lil Nas X go and be at loggerheads with the BET Awards because one, it is Pride Month <laughs> it's a time for celebration it is a time to really celebrate the advancements that we've made within the LGBTQIA plus community but this does then also come back to come back to the beginning where it's like actually it's not over it's really really not over you know and across the world we can see a lot of discussions being had around overturning some laws changing some things um but the homophobia still increases the homophobia is still persistent i mean just the other day it was um was it the uae countries one of the uae countries uae countries um removing all rainbows from their stores from the country from any imagery that they had or wherever it was um, because it promoted a gay lifestyle or pulling the Buzz Lightyear movie from cinemas because uh, there was a gay kiss between two two toys I would suspect or two boys and I'm just like we're still here we're still here we have not moved we have not we haven't done anything different we are we're still latching on to these really oppressive viewpoints which have done more harm than good to us as a society or as a human race for that fact um but we're still persistent we're still pushing these agendas um it's just exceedingly it's exceedingly wild to me to think that to think that after all of these years after all of these these rights and the fighting and the wanting to be wanting to be um i don't want to say validated because i, I 
I'm always in two minds about the word validation. Do you want validation from other people? Which, uh, no, 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 we're not gonna go down there, honey. (laughs) Wanting to be seen, that's the word. Wanting to be seen, wanting to be acknowledged as a human being who is existing and living and having human experiences. That's not the case. Like, we're still heathens (laughs) due to been eternity in the bowels of hell you know just screaming and la 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 whatever 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 um that's that's quite difficult it's really really quite difficult and for me the conversation around Lil Nas X and the BET awards it just it also just puts a focus on the black community specifically um because Lil Nas X is a black queer artist and how we as a people have so much work to do to really educate ourselves and understand um, how homophobia plays itself out, um, what those effects are on other people. Because as I said a couple of weeks ago, last year when Lil Nas X had that kiss um, on stage with that guy, that was an inspiring moment. I looked at that and I was like, oh gosh, golly gosh, I just wish, I just wish, I just wish I had this level of representation in terms of a black queer artist or just a black man being able to kiss another black man in public because it's really hard to find i mean you can just spend hours scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through social media and struggle to find queer queer black gay couples i mean it's it's astounding to me that they do they exist of course they exist um but where are they and why are they in hiding is it a shame around is it, 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 it's obviously, it really is obviously an inherited shame. Um, being that as black people, the stereotypical view is that as a man, you should be strong, a provider, and da 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 or all of which is just toxic on many levels because it just, it has not moved us as a people, you know? And now to be obviously taking your your homophobia <laughs> you're exercising your homophobia that's what's happening you're exercising your homophobia you're exercising your fear that your children your boys your black boys your black beautiful boys are going to end up gay and uh, what is wrong with that there's nothing wrong with a black effeminate queer man who is living his life at a height and enjoying his own existence there's nothing wrong with that and it's 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 a lot like like i said this discourse this conversation it it just triggers so many different layers for me (laughs) and i can't get into all of them um i obviously still need to do my own internal work my own internal um my own internal discussions around this and what it actually means um for us as a people and where do we go to next in terms of these discussions and with all of that said <laughs> because i'm not sure i said anything of relevance this week other than just permeating over something that is in my mind um thanks for joining me thanks for taking the time for listening and engaging with this with this pet project of mine <laughs> um and please as always reach out to me i can be found on all social media networks i'm woody woods um say hi um tell me what you want to hear about tell me what you want to discuss um yeah 
I hope that you guys tune in next week. Um, uh, bye. <laughs>